Welcome back, everybody, and happy Thanksgiving. On this week's show, it'll be Adam, me, and Cameron. Cameron's coming to us with uh, video in hand and audio in hand from the new uh, Seasons of the Force that's going on in Disneyland. He spent an evening there. He took a lot of video, which you can see. Uh, if you wish, you can go to our YouTube channel. You can listen to this show, and it'll actually be audio overlaid with the video showing the things that we're talking about along the way. So if you're interested in seeing and not just hearing, get out there and check that out. Now, the one thing that you will be able to hear on the end of the audio show that you will not that will not be in the video is the uh, ride-through of the new Star Tours, The Force Awakens uh, attraction. So get out there, check that out. Uh, Hopefully you're enjoying what we're doing here by doing some audio and, uh, and video overlay shows. Um, if you are, drop us a line at podcast at these amazing places and let us know what you think. If you'd like uh, maybe to hear or see some additional things, let us know and we'll do our best to get out there and get them for you. Till next week. Bye. This is show 346 for the week of November 22nd, 2015. You're listening to The Mouse Moment. Find us at themousemoment.com. Listen every week for a new show and rate us on iTunes. Follow us at youtube.com slash theseamazingplaces, facebook.com slash theseamazingplaces, twitter.com slash amazingplaces, or contact us at podcast at theseamazingplaces.com. back everyone on this show we're going to be doing some news uh just a little bit of news about animal kingdom and then we're going to rush right into uh talking about cameron's latest adventure into seasons of the force he actually spent some nighttime uh hours in the park and so he's got some really neat video uh this actually once again this a lot of this show is going to overlay a video and so you can follow along and uh through video and see everything that uh, went on that we're talking about here the only difference is going to be, of course, if you're watching this on video and not listening to the audio show, is that we're going to have uh, the audio ride-through of, uh, of Star Tours, the new Star Tours. So anyway, so if you want to hear that, make sure that you get out there and listen to the show if you're just watching the video. That was a lot to say, wasn't it? All right, so let's uh, stop for one second and say uh, hello to the, to the guys. How are you guys doing? Hey, good. And in case I didn't say, it will be Adam and Cameron on this one. Of course, Cameron. And uh, Adam has fought his way back from the uh, war of sick kids. He's <laughs> still 70- fighting. Yeah, he's still he's still on the battleground, <laughs> but he's taking a moment to yep. uh, to do do this show with us. I'm and, just thankful yes, that thank I have. Yeah, I am so thankful that I have not gotten it. It's not that it's horrible, but it's just actually I was thinking about it a year ago. I was had way worse stuff. So anyway, this yeah, is you were. Lot. You were sick for a week or more a year ago, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, that's right. When our daughter was born, and now she's turning one, so it's kind of like, oh yeah, I remember when you were born. I was sick. <laughs> so anyway, all right. So uh, all right. First thing off, we're going to talk about 
It's a new restaurant that's coming into Animal Kingdom. And these couple stories will be coming off of uh, www.magic.com in case uh, anybody wants to go out there. I will leave a link into the show notes that you can find out there on themousemoment.com. Uh, okay, first, uh, Disney just officially announced Tiffin's, a new signature table service restaurant opening in Disney's Animal Kingdom in uh, the spring of 2016. And you're going to hear a couple of these things are going to be opening in the spring. Sounds like they're going to really start to kick things off there. Uh, uh, let's see. Brief release on the official Disney Parks blog. Tiffins will celebrate the art of traveling, featuring a diverse menu, drawing from places that inspired the creation of Disney's Animal Kingdom, which is going to have a lot to do with – it's got to have a lot to do with Joe Rody. Uh, open for lunch and dinner, Tiffins will also include waterfront views from comfortable indoor and outdoor seating areas. And if you're wondering about the story behind the name Tiffin, is an Indian English word for midday meal or a type of container used to carry food while traveling. So the restaurant will be located at the rear of Pizza Fari on Discovery, on Discovery Island. Uh, it says actually a newly cleared piece of land back in there that they're using for it. So it's been under construction uh, actually since 2014, about November of 2014. So actually been under construction now for a little while, it's, it looks like. Okay, so I'm kind of excited to see what that's about. Especially, that, that always interests me. Well, Rody. think about it. I mean, Rody's traveled all over the world. And he always, If you follow him on Twitter, you can always see where he's he's in the funkiest places sometimes. It's cool that he's like doing something besides Avatar. Yeah, yeah, it is. I think so, he's – yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I I th- I think the the thing is is you could really get diverse foods in this place if it really is coming down to kind of the meals that he's eaten all over the world. I was just gonna say this just um, reminds me of the reason they're doing these, and it is probably because uh, the population of the park is about to expand insanely, so they need to add more food places so that well, one, it'll get people off the road and out of the way sitting down and then two it'll provide more meals for people so that all the other lines are not insanely long you know and hopefully so, we finally see nighttime in the parks coming I, soon i hope i think it will we'll have to with how, rivers how of light gonna do Reser- rivers of light right and so okay leading into that so rivers of light go. okay so according to to a posting uh, on again the official uh, disney parks blog uh rivers of light uh, will feature a pair of mystical hosts who have come to the river bearing gifts of light. During the show, the host will set out from the shore on elaborate lantern vessels for a dramatic dance of water and light to summon animal spirits. With the storytellers as your guides, the wonders of light, uh, wonders of rivers of light builds to a stunning crescendo. Uh, Also confirmed was, let's see here, today the involvement of puppet designer Michael Curry, composer Mark Mancini, that's interesting. And the filmmakers of Disney Nature will be involved in this. This thing then is supposed to open. It says right here, scheduled to open in the spring of 2016. So definitely you're going to see nighttime hours. Doesn't it? It's, it's fantastic. I love I've, the park, but it just kills me during the daytime because it's it's so hot. Yeah. I have a theory. Yeah. Um, Earth Day, April 20th. Oh, that would make sense, uh, wouldn't it? Very that good. Is, they've done this several times where they've opened things on Earth Day in Animal Kingdom. So. Anyway, they give me the tinglys here. I'm thinking, wow, even though I'm going to be there in late January, I'd like to maybe, uh, I don't know. I'd love to make another run down. Your pass would be valid, right? 
Uh, yeah. Well, I don't think I'm, I wasn't planning on uh, activating my annual pass until September when I went back down because of the distance before I was saying I would be there in late January and then I wasn't going back again until September. Yeah. But if this is all going to start opening, I'm going to start reevaluating some things here. Well, so. just remember that May is pretty big. Yeah, like it's, it's pretty busy yeah. and it's getting warmer and all that. So Right. Knows? And so I may just say, forget it. I'll catch it all when I get there in September. Because yeah. more stuff. Okay. And let's throw this in there. In case you guys haven't heard, um, the word coming from uh, Jim Hill right now is that they've picked pace up on the construction for Avatar, and they're aiming to try to have this thing open in late fall of 2016. Did I say 2016? Yes. 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 Next because, year. yeah, yep. 2016. And then they're going to move all those construction vehicles, people, everything over to join the group that's already over at uh, Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios. Yeah. And they're going to try to then finish everything over there by 2018. So if they can pull this off, then, yeah, wow, that's amazing. So, I, yeah, I hope, we'll see. I uh, hope they can do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm just excited for the new stuff that's already, that's at least coming out. Yes. Yeah. That's nice that it's not like you have a bunch of dead air basically until big stuff comes. There's stuff coming. So. Well, so that means by this summer there too, you'll have the third Soren Theater also. Yep. Got. Uh, and oh, they man. also did expand the orange side the, that they can handle on Mission Space. So I just saw a little article, a little story. Isn't there on a that. new thing in um, Colortopia? And- yeah, in Interventions. That sounds cool. Yeah, I haven't even looked. I know there's plenty of videos and stuff out there. Um, usually whenever I go in there, of course it's nice and cool. And it is actually, I did the piggy bank adventure, I think it was. And the kids had a blast with that. So the storm thing is cool. Yeah. Storm. You know what? Storm struck. It's closed though. Now I believe, I hope not, but I I believe it's closed. So, but Colortopia, I haven't, I haven't looked at anything on it yet. Um, seems interesting. Like old school, uh, journey to imagination. Is it really? So like the creation station that they used to have there? That's what it reminds me of. Okay. That's interesting. I wonder if they've kind of taken some of that and adapted it to the area. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's what I had as far as news. Have you guys heard anything else you want to throw in here or anything on Disneyland that you, that we're not about to go into Cameron that you're hearing? Um, as a reminder, they're going to be draining the river. It's just, it's going to be there. It's going to be insane. Yeah. Yep, I, and the train will actually be going down in January. I know I already asked you this once before, but that is correct, right, Cameron? January tenth. Yeah, yeah, that's when everything goes in. So that's, uh, wow. Okay, so that park's your park's going to change a lot in January. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything besides Star Wars now, but I can't even think. Um, have we discussed the end date for the 60th stuff at all? We have not. That's going to be in September. It's like September 20th or something. It's okay. going to have an end date. And there is no end date for, for um, Hyperspace Mountain either, right? No. Season of the Forest, no. And yeah. like, I was trying to think what would be different because like, the launch bay would need to stay there until Star Wars ends. Right. That's going to be there at all times. But what is Seasons of the Forest? And that's what we're going to talk about. Okay. So let's just head on into this then. So uh, Seasons of the Forest, let's just go into it in case somebody has no idea what the heck this even is or what it means Cameron since you've actually and we seen kind it. of we kind of didn't know what it meant either you know what I mean no no I, we still kind of don't know I no don't it's know still it, well it's, I mean it's, it's, what it essentially is is kind of a Star Wars overlay over Tomorrowland that's what it feels like to me. well and I think both of us thought it was going to mean the same thing 
in Hollywood Studios and but in the Disneyland. The thing is, it's not affecting every attraction or anything. Like, right. It's not affecting Buzz Lightyear. But that's like the only other attraction, right? I'm trying to think. What's the other attraction? Atopia is not affecting. It's right. not affecting Nemo. That's technically Tomorrowland. Yeah, so and your, kind of, yeah, those yeah. couple rides out of the outskirts. Yeah, and so in Disney World, when it actually, if it gets there, I yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. It would be in Hollywood Studios, I would think. But yeah, it's a whole different animal. Uh, hence the reason why it's not spinning out the same in both parks. Yeah, and it's parks. actually made what a what's highly noticeable is our Tomorrowland went from like nobody going into Tomorrowland to everybody being into yeah to where it's pulling away from other rides. That's the interesting thing is. We went to the park last Tuesday to do all the stuff, and it was the day after it opened. And all the other, even Haunted Mansion Holiday was only 20 minutes. Everything was like 15, 20 minutes. There was no lines in the rest of the park. Matterhorn was only 15 minutes, which is crazy. Wow. So it's dragging a lot of people at least. Well, that's kind of a good thing then. Yeah, it actually is kind of a good thing. It's interesting because, like, it's crowded there now to where nobody was in there. It's interesting. I like that kind of spreadsheet out better. Okay, Cameron. Well, so if you want, take us into the uh, into the start. So what we're going to do here on these, we talked about a little bit before we got recording, is we're going to try to not talk over them. Uh, so I'll try to arrange things. And so you guys, because there's a lot of cool ambient sound going on in these videos, and we don't want to just talk over that. So I'd like for everybody to be able to hear those as we go along. That's, of course, if you're watching the video. So you will not hear the audio of the videos here in the uh, in the audio show but you will hear the audio of uh, Star Tours. Is that confusing enough? <laughs> okay. You heard uh, audio of the ride and then audio. Yeah. What? But if you want to hear the audio of each one of these videos, you're going to hear us describing and stuff. You will not hear it in the audio show, but you're going to hear it because it won't mean anything to you in the audio show, but it will mean something to you if you're watching the video. So anyway. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, uh, what are we starting with Cameron? Well, I'm going to start talking about like we. The first thing I did is I wanted to do all this stuff kind of before the crowd showed up for the holidays. I was like, okay, the day before the the, the place was insane. There's a billion people there, so like the day after, usually the first day, it's usually okay. It kind of levels out. So I went after work, and uh, there was a holiday party that night, so I was going to stay all night that night. And um, the first thing I wanted to see, I was really excited about, was the launch bay, and that was the first thing I went into. So. We go into the launch bay, and it's it's you know the interventions thing. And actually, I think they cemented it so it doesn't move anymore. It's like never going to move again. So you can kind of tell, like the doors are cemented in place finally, and it's no longer going to spin. I guess. Well, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. So it, it used to spin. Well, yeah, I remember it's a carousel progress because building. it was carousel progress. Okay. Yeah, and I think they it, it was spinning at interventions. It was still turning. You know what I mean? They they had a way to turn it. I didn't even know that. Like, I, I didn't yeah. know that they still there was turned a, it. There was a thing you went to to get introduced to interventions with this robot. He looked like, um, what do you call it, the timekeeper from, you know, the timekeeper ride. Yeah. So, and like he did a little intro and then you kind of spun around and it still did spin. It still did twisted run attacks. But okay. after this construction, they cemented it. So it's not going to spin. Again, it seems like. that's, so, yeah. that's the one, if you're a historian, Disney historian and stuff, that's, Okay, and they pointed out on Twitter too, and I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." So it's never going to spin again. So that's wow, you would have thought they could have just locked the motors out or something to where yeah. they still left the ability because no, now they just they just kind of huh small. Okay, so right. what's cool is like there's a big old science to Star Wars launch bay, which is really important and it's really cool is they have the wait times for everything on the outside if you want to go in or not. 
So that's what's really cool. So the what's in there is, you know, there's a bunch of displays in there, but the meet and greets are in there. So you can get the times to the meet and greets before you even want to go in there. So they let you decide but instead of just hiding the length of the line on the inside. And right. before you know how bad it is, you're already inside and stuck in it. Exactly. That's actually so kind of get warning before you go in. Yeah, it's kind of nice, actually. So what's cool is on the outside, it has a long time ago and a galaxy far, far away. And it's really big. And it's like going around the building. It's just this cool little effect. And then you go around that side of the building. And when you go in, you see the the scroll, the word scroll. And that's what's kind of cool. Every Star Wars thing, you see the word scroll. And you even go into this building, you see a word scroll. And you'll see a little video of that. And then... I was kind of taken aback when I came in because there was like lights coming in from the ceiling and then it was like, wow, it's all the Star Wars stuff. It's like a Star Wars museum when you kind of walk in. And yeah. what's cool is like the middle of the building, kind of where the you know center is, It's it looks like the Jedi archives. You know how the Jedi archives were in the prequels, how it had the kind of the lines of lights that were supposed to be like books or whatever they're supposed to look up, hollow, like, hollow discs or whatever they do. So it looks like that in the center. So that's what's kind of it's all stylized. The stylized is pretty good. They did a lot more than just, you know, set up glass displays and stuff. There's like lights at the top. And it's like futuristic. It's really cool. So then you, on the left of the scroll, when you go in, is the store. So that's like the last thing you do. On the right is all the displays and stuff. Right in front is the displays for the Force Awakens. And what's really cool is you can go up and, you know, look at it really close up. It has everything from the movie. And what's different than D23 is they have like the actual props. I don't think they had any props at D23 at the displays. They have the, the hero lightsaber, they have Kylo Ren's lightsaber, and they have like a little description so you get a little history to it. What's cool is you get a little backstory from the movie before you can go into it with this stuff. So we described it. Um, questions? Um, no, so far so good. What about yeah. you, Adam? Yeah, good. Okay. I, I have some questions, but I want you to keep going so we can sure. we can chat later, I guess. Okay. So sure. cool. As you go deeper into it, there's like everything from the movie, like all the model starships, all the costumes, and it's really neat. It's really intricate. And like they go through everything. You see the ships from Rebels that they had, you know, the ghost ship, and then that's sitting next to the you know, the ship that Princess Leia is on at the beginning of Star Wars, so it kind of goes through generations of Star Wars and stuff. It's a huge like display but like i said it's like being in a museum and then you'll get the big displays with like ray's um scavenger vehicle from the new movie that'll be it's like a big thing too so that's it with that area um then you go into like the center the center kind of like it's like an access like like the hub at disneyland to kind of choose where to go and i i I guess from the video you can tell where it is, but on one side is Darth Vader, one side is Chewbacca. So what's cool is like it seems like there's a dark side of the building and a light side. So Chew Chew Chewbacca Chewbacca Chewbacca. That's kind of funny. His line is uh, <laughs> his line is like organic. It's all like the rebel base and stuff. You can tell green and everything, and that's that's you can tell it's like the light side and then you go to Darth Vader's side and it's all like mechanical and industrialized and gray and red. I just like the kind of ambience of feeling like, oh, this is the good guy side and this is the dark side. So it's obvious they spent a lot of time in my- – how long did they spend building all this stuff before they this opened? They didn't spend that long building what the it. Heck? I think they had planned it. They planned it enough to where – because remember it was just open for like – 
you know, the Thor stuff. Right. How long ago? Like, not even a year ago. Right. Yeah. Well, when did they actually close all this, though? I mean, wasn't it like... Uh, I, I, it was before I, D23, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. I guess they had four or five months, but I think they had planned it enough, and I don't know if the stuff was just across the street from Celebration and, you know, D23, and they just moved it across when they did that. Yeah, but I mean, there's so much lighting and stuff, and... There's so much detail work everywhere. It looks yeah. Because you saw the you saw the parts where it showed the details in Chewbacca's line, how his doorway is yeah, all yeah. organic. It's like vines hanging down, kind of. Yeah, this isn't like something you just throw together. Oh, I was impressed too. Like the big giant doorway for Darth Vader and everything. I was like, oh, and I have a video of like the hallway to go see him. It's like this red hallway, you know? <laughs> yeah, it just seems to me like it wasn't just. At first, I thought, oh, maybe this is just a bunch of lighted stuff, so they can just throw lights on, you know, visuals on the walls through. Oh, and then um, did I? I wonder if I showed this on the walls to see Darth Vader. It looks like you're like on a Star Destroyer because you see like buttons on the wall. You can touch the buttons. It's kind of insane. That's cool. No, I don't. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Do you want me to go into the queues for them and stuff? Or yeah, where are you at? What number of video would you say you're on at this point? Um, I tried to talk about all this. Yeah, I know. Uh, let's go into Chewbacca. I saw first. So let's go into Chewbacca. Line. So I I tried to videotape outside Chewbacca, and what's cool is like when I went, there was not really anybody. Each line was only fifteen twenty minutes. So I was like, let's do this right now, you know. And then the Chewbacca line, what's cool is they have um, in each of the lines they have like displays of good guy stuff or bad guy stuff. So you'll go through the queue and then when you hit like kind of where the wall is, you see like lightsabers and then in the in Chewbacca's line, they're all green and it'll be all the good guy lightsabers. So there's this kind of big display of Luke Skywalker and it has his lightsaber all lit up and next to him is like Yoda's lightsaber and then Obi-Wan's lightsaber and then it has more things you can read, which is cool because it's like stuff to do while you're waiting in line. Then after that, like kind of in front of the door, there's helmets. And on Chewbacca's line, it'll be the Rebel pellet, uh, the helmets, like the pilot helmets. The new one, and it, it's really cool because it goes from like each generation of helmet. So it'll go from Poe's helmet in the new movie, then it goes to Luke's helmet, then it even went to Sabine's helmet from Rebels, and then I don't remember all the helmets. I think it went. I actually don't remember the last two. It's funny. Includes video, then, right? <laughs> right. So there's Sabine's helmet. It's like you don't see that in person. That's a cartoon. So that's it. Wedge's helmet from the last movie. You know, Wedge, he survives all the films. It sucks that he's not in the movie. For that. Um, and then Luke's Red 5 So that's really cool to have those like that close. We can. I like how they went through all like the generations of Star Wars. Yeah, yeah well, it, even including Rebels, that's right. really interesting. Yeah, which yeah, because there's no live versions of that. Well, uh, what's Rogue One? Isn't Rogue One? Yeah. Oh, that's true. That's in that time period. Oh, it's a prequel. It's the prequel to Seven, which. Yeah, I mean that's, that's a good point. I, I didn't so, even think they would have those characters well, there because, about, yeah, because I'll go to the next video and they, they have the lightsabers. They have Ahsoka's lightsaber and Ezra's lightsaber, which is also And if this is gonna be there for a long time. Rogue yeah. One is coming next, so it makes easy transition. They just pulled out a couple I, of I, things. I didn't even think about that. That's amazing. So we could maybe see a live Ahsoka or Ezra or yeah. something. 
either that or maybe a hint at it or you know, I don't know how they're going to do that. Although if you think about, I'm not going to rebel trail too far, but um, guardians of the galaxy, they came out with a cartoon version of that, which is like a prequel to the movie. Actually, so, that was I mean, I'm sure that it might be the same way because they want to get the kids involved, you know, like, I don't know that. Yeah. Anyway. So no, and that's true. I mean, you you have to think about this thing in terms that this is going to be there for probably two to two and a half years, maybe even more. And so they're already leading into Rogue One and they're already, of course, not just leading in, but they got to throw something in there for Rebels and anything else you're going to see probably start to leak in over time. Stuff that they maybe, of course, they're not going to stick anything in there that they haven't announced yet. But over time, you'll probably see it begin to to make its way into this exhibit. And you know what I heard? This is something like kind of not off, but this has to do with seasons, of course. But did you hear about the new um, person for the Jedi show for the kids? There's going to be a new character. Yeah, what's it's it gonna, called now? It's like it's no longer called. That's uh, why it's called Trials. Oh, Trials of the Temple. Yeah. And it's going to be the new character from Rebels. It's not going to be Darth Maul anymore. So that's okay, which makes sense. Because yeah. that's yesterday's news. Well, the kids know Rebels, too. So right. Know who she is. Yep, that's true. Okay. All right, anyways, I'll, um, I'll go in the Darth Vader's line right now. Um, each, each of the cues, this is like 714. Um, two, zero. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm kind of got off all these. That's seven four two five, Vader, isn't it? Yeah, but the Q is seven four two zero. Okay, all right, good. So his both Qs are kind of set up the same way, which is good because it it seems like there's a lot of room. Um, We'll see how much room it really is when the crowds show up. So I'm not sure. I don't know. It seemed to like I said, I went on a not as crowded day, so it seemed to be like, oh, this is going to be good. you throw a bunch of people in there. <laughs> and it gets, yeah. But uh, there's a lot of stuff to look at around. Yeah, there is. And there's a lot of stuff to look at. There's a lot of space. So I, and then, you know, the first day I heard was insane. So, but, well, but I that, heard the first day in the morning, every line was insane, but the lines actually leveled out in the afternoon, which means they kind of took care of the crowds. And there's no you fast know? pass or anything for this, is there? No. Okay. No, but for Darth Vader, there's a visa, there's a visa line. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think there's another meet and greet for the Visa Pass holders. Huh, okay. And what's interesting is that line, we got there kind of when Darth Vader is line for the, because it's like for, I don't know, two or three hours during the day from like four to six or something. But what's interesting was that line took away from the Darth Vader line. So his line got really short when that line opened. Interesting, huh? That's, yeah. His was 30 minutes when we went to see Chewbacca. When we went out, when we came out of Chewbacca, it was 15 minutes. But here's the thing. Like, everyone uses Visa. So is no, it- it's for the Disney Visa. Disney. Yeah, Disney okay, visa. thanks. That's what I kind of wanted to draw out of you there. Was oh, it right. Sorry. Yeah, of course it's a Disney Visa. Yeah, it's like, you know, well, they, do that, yeah. they do that in Walt Disney World, too. Isn't that the Chase? They have chase the Chase Lounge. Or they have right. Chase Lounge in the top of the American Pavilion now in uh, Epcot. Same. What do you do? You have to show your card to get in there. Is that what De- it is? Yeah, debit card or credit card, and yeah, Chase, and you're in. And they actually have little things to eat, and it's actually a big area up there. So anyway, I mean, this is kind of like that. Then that's what okay. this was. So, but it is what's cool is it took away from his line. Like I said, I was only planning on doing one meet and greet. We ended up doing both because the slide was really short. That's great. 
You can't say that so happens line, too often. But, <laughs> yeah, no. Like good things about somebody taking away from the line. Yeah. So his line is the same, except for you see all the Sith stuff. So you'll see Darth Maul's lightsaber, Darth Vader's lightsaber, Darth Sidious' lightsaber. And they're kind of cool. I kind of like the dark side lightsabers because they're really different. You see Darth Sidious' lightsaber. It's actually it's like kind of romantic in the way it looks. You know what I mean? It's a different kind of style. <laughs> it is. He has like gold in it and everything. And it's like, it's like a, I don't know. It's more elegant looking. And you see Darth Maul's lightsaber and it's all like, you know, it's all red buttons and all scary. So. <laughs> and then the, they have helmets too. And they have, they go through all the stormtrooper helmets, which is really cool. Cause they go through like the history of stormtroopers. since. The last one, they'll do the First Order Stormtrooper, and then after that, it's the, it's the pilot. Yeah, it's the AT-AT pilot, I guess. You see kind of the... Where it, then it's funny, is like you go to the normal Stormtrooper one, and the kid next to me was like, that's the real Stormtrooper. Yeah, that's the real one. The real Stormtrooper? Okay. Yeah, the normal one, you know? Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's like the clone one. They're like, no, that's the fake one. Nobody like clone one. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool because they have like the history of it at the bottom and stuff. And then on the other side is another set of lightsabers, just like the light side. So this one, have, this like Adam, this one you have sot- Ventress's lightsabers. Yeah, I saw that. The curved ones look really cool in person. And then um, the Inquisitor's lightsaber, which is the one that spins. Cheater. Then you have Dooku's lightsaber. So, in general, how many how many people do you think can fit in this queue before they're outside? I don't know. I mean, that's I don't know. It went and and you know what? It was moving. Which is odd because I think they have like places for you to kind of. They have what what things is you go through this giant door, right? You go this kind of small hallway where you kind of like line up. Right. Before you meet, and then what's cool is it's designed in a way where you can't really see it unless you're like, even if you're like the next person, they kind of stand in front of you so you can't really see. So it's kind of you. He's kind of hidden until you're right there. Okay. Well, I was yeah. just curious about. Well, okay, how many people are going to be standing out in the rain? Uh, maybe in the rain. It's California. We don't get rain. Yeah, that's true. Well, listen, I'm hoping for you. Yeah. I don't know. They seem to have it figured out because, like I said, the first day it was crazy, but if the lines leveled out and they didn't stay long all day, they figured out how to kind of, you know, distribute the people so it doesn't, you know, it's not like, that's irritating when something's like four hours for the entire day. And that's what Space Mountain basically was. It was like 90 minutes from like eight in the morning to like 11 o'clock at night, just nonstop. So these lines fluctuated, which is good because it means you have like an opening where you can just go and it's not that crowded. And the actual characters, I didn't even tell you about the characters. Chewie was like the best. He was awesome. He's, he just seemed. Yeah, he was just so sweet, like so nice. And you and, know, you're not the only video that I've seen where he acts exactly the same with each person. Yeah, he's great. Whoever they got to be Chewie and how they got the, the character. To he's like that in the Chewie. movie too, though. He's very like yeah, compassionate exactly. and hugging and all that stuff in the movie. Yeah, and you hear him like when you hear the noise coming out of his mouth. It's like, yeah, so like tell oh my me, God, he, okay, he, is that coming from him or is it like a sound, like recordings? I, it has to be a recording, I think. Okay, but you honestly can't tell. That's his great. mouth kind of doesn't really move. So I think yeah. That's 
Well, that's what I was hoping, though, that at least you couldn't tell. Well, I can't, because, like, when you did stuff, he reacted and did noise. You know what I mean? Yeah. I pointed out my shirt, and, like, look, it's your ship. And that's when he went, Arr! you know what I mean? Yeah. It was yeah. kind of like, well, that's oh. why I wondered, like, maybe whoever's inside the suit, if he's got something maybe in his foot, like an, something he can step on or push, and he can make sounds maybe. at those intervals. Yeah, so possibly. Here's my question. So if you have you guys seen them talking Mickey at all? Yeah. I have not like, seen Talking Mickey. No, I have. Is it like Talking Mickey, Cameron? Where the yeah, I say come? so. Yeah, it's it comes from his mouth. I can tell. It's okay, coming. well, that's it's Talking correct. Mickey all the way. And so yeah, they're just using is. the same technology. And that's what's cool is like you don't need it's to so say awesome. anything. It's Chewbacca. You don't have to say. You know what I mean? That doesn't have to be comprehensive. Right. That's nice. Right. It's like really convenient for them. Well, I saw the Vader one, and that was cool because obviously Vader's mouth doesn't move, but he's like talking to you. So it's yeah, that's what's hilarious, and it, I think the funniest thing is I'm taking it so seriously. Yeah, it's I just, know that was it, awesome. Yes, you, you were bowing to him and but, everything. Yeah, it was yeah. like the guys in the movie. They, all they did was kind of nod to him, was trying to be authentic, not stupid. Yeah, it's so. good stuff. It was, it was <laughs> funny. It was that then he was huge. You see how big Vader was? I was surprised. Well, yeah. How she, tall are you? I'm like five eight, maybe. Yeah, five, five eight. eight. You're okay. probably taller than him, though, Adam. I think yeah, I was trying to think. I, I think Adam's <laughs> right up there with him. Adam, you could yeah. be Chewy. Chewy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh, Adam, like, I, oh, that'd be a great picture. Because Adam be right next to him. Well, bro. I mean, come on. How tall is Peter? He's, Peter Mayhew, the guy who plays Chewbacca. Seven foot. This guy's not, not that sure. tall. Yeah, I don't know either. Okay. Because he was always sitting because of his because he can't really stand. Right. I think he's around Man, seven foot. If we live close, if we live close, I'd totally do that in the parks. I'd be the character. He'd be like, you'd be like head level with Chewbacca. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Good stuff. Oh yeah. So like each of the guys, were, like I said, the Darth Vader one was cool because he like did everything. He's like most impressive after you know he yes. bowed and then yeah. he's like standing by my side and you see me kind of go, oh okay, because I was like. I was like nervous at that point. I don't know why. Well, what was it he says to you now? It, and we'll hear it here. Because I was walking away. Then he started talking yes, to me. Yes, he started talking to you. And I thought, oh, did, did uh, Cameron do something that like ticked him off or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, he was like, I can trust you, but don't betray me. Well, because I thought he was going to say something like, be careful, little man. <laughs> That's kind of what he was, though. You were most. He's like, didn't you say something like you're impressed? But if you betray me, yes, that's exactly. exactly. Right. And then you yeah. just turned around and like gave him the head nod. I was like, yes, my lord. Because <laughs> that's what they did. The Imperial officers. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Good stuff. That's yeah. funny. It would have been awesome if he would have done the chokehold, and you could have like faked it or something like that. That's honestly that when cool. I do when I do the Star Wars run, I plan on dressing like um, Kanan. That's what I'm gonna have huh? him do. I'm gonna awesome. try and see if we can do a pose where he's like. Or a pose where he's like trying to kill me with my own lightsabers. <laughs> right. That's yeah. cool. That's yeah. cool. That's good. Yeah. So it was, it was really awesome. I was surprised how much fun it was and everything. And I, I love, I just love those meet and greets. So are those, like, question then. So are those going to stick around as long as Seasons of the Force continues I and really Launch Bay so. continues? Like I said, the Launch Bay, I hope, stays. That's why I said, like, what is Seasons of the Force, right? Because. I'll right. go to the next videos now and go outside because outside in Tomorrowland is crazy. I mean, you've seen the videos. It's like you, they've used the people who were attracted to kind of split your allegiance from the dark side to the light side. And, um, when you go in on the right side is the light side and everything on that side is blue and has the rebel symbol on it. It's all lit up. Everything's lit up with, like stars and stuff. And then when you go to the other side, it's all red and the imperial symbols up and it's, and um, there's banners along the people who track with all the heroes of the light side and all the villains of the dark side. Good job describing. Because I actually just saw it as like a uh, 
abstract lights that were just it was like art it's awesome yeah video. it's really cool because it's like i was trying to think of what was it like before this was it just dark i think it was they didn't do anything with this space and this well, it i don't know what it, what's it like so tell me this you know how you go to um mickey's not so scary halloween party in the magic kingdom and they do that for the halloween party That's actually is that cool. what is that the same kind of stuff do they do that yeah. halloween stuff there I have too to say so, so. Yeah, um, so yeah, like like the Star Wars version of that, you know, right, without all the right. distance, so. but that, like you said, it looked like a different park. It felt right. like a different area of the park. Just cool, I'm sure, yeah, yeah. Cool I mean, is, honestly, like, I even even as I was watching, you know, through all this, yeah. it didn't look like the same place to me at all. It didn't, and like the actual, what is it? I don't even know what it's called. The Orbitron or whatever is actually had lit up, and it has lights going out of it, and it's making noise, and it does stuff actually now. I mean, that thing that. The, the rocket rods had on top, yeah. you know, the, our yeah. old, where Astro Orbiter was, would be in the Disney yeah, exactly. World, where it should have be now, yeah. anyways. That. But it was still really cool what they did up there. Yeah, exactly. They lit it up, and it's just the whole land was like, and you hear Star Wars music, and it's cool because they have every version of Star Wars music, like the well, Ewok music in Dent today. And there are so many lighting effects oh. going on though that it actually yep. through the through the video, it actually plays games with your eyes. It does. It, I it's mean, insane. I, you don't even know where you are. Right. Well, I, I, I felt like, was am I looking at sky? Am I looking at stars? I couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it, that's why it looked like artistry almost after a while as I was looking. It was looking. really well done. And what's cool is Star Wars Land is not going to look like this. I want people to know that this is kind of a celebration of Star Wars. Yeah. It's not like, you're not going to see like this stuff in Star Wars Land. It's going to be more authentic. It's going to be more like diagonality and not like. No, a celebration. Well, you guys are right, though, for a hard ticket party or something in that area. If they could do even more stuff in this area. The only thing I didn't catch, and I didn't see them at all, was there's supposed to be First Order Stormtroopers walking around, which I really love to catch. Ooh, that would have been awesome. Wow. It's it's hard for me to believe they won't add at least some additional things once the uh, uh, Force Awakens comes out. It's true. Walk around Boba Fett or something. Yeah, it could be a lot of stuff. Who knows? I mean... A new character what we gonna, haven't seen right. or something. What's cool yeah. is like they can test out Star Wars Land stuff here. They just keep this open until then. Yeah, to a point they can test things out. But yeah, I think Star Wars Land 2 is going to be – obviously, it's, I think it's going to be a gonna lot more. It's going to be more authentic. They're yes. not going to have light up. Right. A lot more of a physical What's interesting presence. is what do you think they'll do with Tomorrowland after Star Wars Land opens? I mean – Take it back to what Tomorrowland was it's supposed gonna to be. It's going to be dead after <laughs> – you know what I mean? If this stuff is gone, there's going to be nobody – whatever well, is going to be in Star Wars They can use this lighting too to actually change Tomorrowland and yeah. give it more of that – lit up physical like different presence i think that they could use it just to use well, it in a different way i mean during the day what's this look like it's normal Tomorrowland, right? yeah, we, yeah um, the video can't even tell. so there you go that's yeah, why we, it's like yeah. it's like yes that's true it's that's like why i said this would be this would be talk. awesome for a um a hard ticket party in the evening star wars yeah. party yeah i think it would be awesome well i gotta be honest you know this is great star wars is coming out but if if they decide they don't want to do it make it marvel when it when a Marvel right. one come, I mean, come on, you could Tomorrowland would fit with Marvel too. Yeah. So. Yep. And there is a Marvel um, HQ at the top of Avengers, but I haven't I haven't covered yet. But honestly, it's the same. Honestly, what's cool is um, Thor's throne room is back, which is really neat. Remember the video of Thor's room? Yeah. And that was like one of my favorite things, and they'd gotten rid of it. I was like, come on, guys! Well, wait a minute. They brought it back. In one of these videos too, as we go through here, you can see a sign that says HQ. Yeah, that's the top half of Avengers. Yeah. Good. I just didn't really cover that yet. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back because like Spider Man's back. He's up there. And that's just... Awesome. Okay. Yeah. 
no more Captain America than that. It's, he's, he's been Shanghai. Shanghai. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. Yeah. The next movie might make Captain America a little different. So we'll see. It's yeah, because honestly, the, the I think the kid who played my Captain America was supposed to be Spider Man because he seemed different. Did you notice uh, that? He seemed a little too smiley and too happy to be Captain. Oh uh, yeah. Okay, where are we at here now? We're to that's just done. I think it's over. Um, the, the videos go a little strange because I go outside, then I go back into the launch bay. No, wait, um, yeah, because we got to come back down. I don't want to just. Uh, well, the, what's cool is like I missed a room the first time when I went into the launch bay, and I went back and went into it. What is it, what it is is kind of a. This is a little. I don't know what is a can the cantina. It's the cantina, right. but like that's where I want to no, come back to. There's no. There's nothing really out. It's just like a display. It's like but a it live you, diorama. But it gives so, you a vibe of what it would feel like yes, to go into exactly. that. Yeah. This is probably the most like um, Star Wars land area. You know what I mean? Because it's more authentic stuff. So yeah. where is the cantina? Because I saw that and I'm like, whoa, what is that? It's just honestly in this random dark area of interventions. I didn't even I, – like I said, I missed it the first time I went in there. Oh, okay. Yeah, but and then honestly, I was like, as soon as I started this video up of the cantina area – I felt like I was there with the music. Yeah, and then you go to the bar, and then you did you notice the light fixture is the clanker from? Uh, yes, yes, that's awesome, huh? And from the episode robot. one, but, and yeah, there's exactly. just those, those random like glass jars and stuff sitting along the wall, and I don't know, it was just yeah. I felt like I was there. I heard like it was going to be a testing ground for the characters. Does that makes sense. Oh, uh, okay. The live character, walk around characters. Yeah. Well, just so, like, to walk can, walk into it gives you the vibe of. I mean, honestly, they so could they could stick. I would in. just like try and visit that area because I, I heard somebody ran into Boba Fett there. I, there was only one person, but I was like, see, and I, I, don't, I mean, I'm they not could sure. Could do something like that. You, you know could honestly mean? stick tables in a little cantina band in there and spin around and yeah. have food. And I mean, I don't know how big it is, but immediately. That's what I mean. Is it's just a big empty room, so I right. wonder if they're going to use it for like let's test out this character here for meet and greet or something. You know what I mean? Or let's test sure. out this. I think it would be an awesome area if they wanted to start testing out food and drinks. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Because it's empty. There's a big space. Yep. And it's just, like I said, it's nothing you can pick up. It's just simple. Just so think, though. Be- I mean, yeah, because it could start to get you into the, that feeling, the vibe of what it's going to be like yeah. before you actually go. Yeah, like I said, I, you'll miss it, too. You totally miss it because I didn't even know I missed it. And I was like, oh, I have to go back. <laughs> and they're like, what? Like, just wait here. I'll go back. Yeah. And then after that, we went on Star Tour. Star Tour is here. The line has picked up a lot. It's up to the lowest I've seen it is like 45 minutes. The highest I've seen it is 80 minutes. See, in the tweets that I've been seeing on uh, from uh, Florida, it started out when they first released it that day, started out 25, 30 minutes. And by the end of the day, it was back down to like five or 10 minutes. Yeah, I heard about that. (laughs) Yeah, it's just amazing. I I don't know what the deal is. And that's the thing is like, I was talking to Kristen about this too. It's like, I went on that out there, remember? She's like, yeah, you did, because there was nobody on it. You just walked in and walked out. And it's always like that. Except for Star Wars Weekend. It was insane. Do you think that's kind of what it's coming down to? Do you think there's like a whole clan of people here that don't really want to go on it unless it's that time of the year? Mm, I don't know. Maybe it's just, maybe it would make me not go on at that time of the year. (laughs) It might be that it might be just the crowds where the crowds are headed into Magic Kingdom a lot more and, People, you know, it's not necessarily peak season, even though the crowds are more busier now than they have been before. And there's like hardly anything to do in there. That's true. I mean, they took out a bunch and stuff's getting ready to go and people aren't really necessarily going 
just for that. Well, so tell me right now, Cameron, as we go into uh, uh, winter here, how what's the park hours like in Disneyland? Uh, park hours. Oh, I told you the hours the park stuff. Right, it's going to be two fireworks night. Yeah, I'm just because it's it's easy. Park hours are probably going to be eight to twelve. You know. Yeah. Just, yeah. So nice and late, people can get in. They have plenty of dark time hours to get in and see all this. Because so it's the usual Victorian plan where you do a bunch in the morning and you take the afternoon off. Well, we've got video out there, daylight of it, and now dark of it. And I honestly would pick dark every time. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> it's just a whole different world. And honestly, I think everybody goes to Tomorrowland first thing. So the um, every time I've arrived in the afternoon after work, it's been fine. So take that. I don't know if you take that with a grain of salt. You know what I mean? Because once the crowds come in for December, it's, I think it's just going to be crazy. That's why I was, I was like adamant about getting this stuff while it wasn't crowded. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. And I got it the day after it opened, so that's kind of cool. So are you going to go into the audio now of the Star Tours? We, we are going to go into bit? the audio. Hey, so tell us. What did you think of it? And do you Star wanna- Tours, I was, I was like, okay, this is just going to be another planet. But they did a couple things that were really cool. Like – when you still get the intro with like Darth Vader and stuff, and you know, the, honestly, the timeline thing is kind of weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, Darth Vader's trying to get you, and then you're in the time period where he's not around. Anyways, people are complaining about that. I was like, come on, guys. I'll right. change my name, man. Yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't make sense. And Anyways, right now, this is the only, this is the only one that they're showing, correct? Yeah, for the, at least until. Uh, until after the movie plays, I believe. Yeah, and what's cool is like, you go into the planet Jakku, and then Finn comes in on the screen, like the guy from the oh, movies cool. of Star Tours. What are you doing here? Remember that from the first Star Tours? Like, yeah, that same line. That's really neat. That like got me chills right at the beginning. And then you race through the thing, and like, what's cool is like he's flying the Millennium Falcon, I think, or he's shooting from it. I think Chewie's flying there. So I don't know what the hell's going on, but like, there's this part at the end where the Millennium Falcon kind of hits its brakes in front of you and does the disc part, and he shoots from the top, and like. It's just this really cool effect that I've never seen the Money in Baltimore do. It was insane. I was like, oh my god, how did so that happen? So you think this is a new effect we could see in the movie? Oh, yes. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. He, it's like the Millennium Falcon. You know how you follow it and it's like you can't really see it because it's a disc, right? It like hit its brakes and it flipped on its front or like on its, you know, on the flat side. Yeah. And he shot the, the TIE Fighters beside you from the top. It was just this crazy effect. Cool. And then you go into the Star Destroyer, right? And then you find the Star Destroyer. And that's like, that reminded me of the asteroid. Remember the asteroid fight in the first one? Or where you kind of get caught in the asteroid and you're going through the middle of it? Yeah. Like the old stores. It reminded me of that. And what's cool is you hit something and it feels like you actually hit something. And then you land and you land on your side. So you're all leaning to the side when that's you stop. So awesome. yes. It's insane. It's just this little tiny effect, but you're all leaning. And then all these scavengers come up and try and pick your. Star Tours car parts. Just, just, that's what the way the planet is. They're all scavengers, just like trying to get anything valuable. So they keep trying to pick apart your ship, and they're hammering it, hammering it. And they're like, three people's like, Aren't you get us out of here now?" And then you kind of blast out of there, and you see, you do see Ray for a second climbing up the rope, but you only see her for a second. Cool. That's Whoa. the whole thing. Yeah, the whole the craziest part, like I said, was leaning to the side. So no matter who's next to you, you're going to be leaning up against them. That's yeah. Like, funny. They just <laughs> leave cool. you there hanging, and that's. Just, uh. That makes it seem more realistic because it's not all perfect. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, exactly. And then the, the the other part that's different is the transmission between the planets. It's BB-8, and which is that's adorable. You know what I mean? Right. Makes it, he's like like cuter than R two D two, even with the sound. It's like okay. And I know? I have to ask you since you brought up the BB-8 sippers. 
I just want to go over this here. Yeah. Are they they're available everywhere right now? Yeah, honestly, all the everything is available, and I think everything has like a five limit thing, so they have enough. For but do you think they're going to sell out and then they're done? Or I think they're... don't think so. No. no. There's no way. Well, they're just, they're manufacturing it. You know good, what I mean? Good. Okay. So they're they're not. Yeah, and like they're not doing. They're and people. They're, there were people saying they they were people were taking the Tie Fighter buckets and buying a bunch, but there's a limit of five. The problem is they're giant popcorn buckets. So if you have five, it's gonna seem like you have a hundred. Yeah. So it's everything has a limit, so it's fine. Nobody's. I mean, you can buy stuff off eBay, but there's no reason to because you get like cool, so, cool. Okay. It's not good. Yeah. But yeah, the whole the whole the whole Star Tours thing is actually I was I was I just thought it was gonna be another thing, but they did a couple little things that were actually cool. I was really impressed. The last plan is still random, so you just go random. And so I think that, that the deal is too, this is gonna play just this film. It's gonna play for quite some time, I'd say into January I, even. God, I hope so, because yeah. now this is my favorite first one. Yeah, and that's the thing. A lot of people don't wanna miss this one. You know, come in yeah. and oh yeah, well, I gotta see a random one. That I've seen before, I would have liked to have seen the other one, and I think they're going to play that until. Well, it's good as they'll play it until people get sick of it, right? Well, and you'll know that they they they'll know at some point when people are just like, yeah, yeah, okay, it's been there, done. Yeah, that. but like I said, Finn is actually on you the whole ride. He's talking to you, and that's what's really cool is he's there in the view screen talking to you the whole time. Yeah, and that guy, really man, good. I love Boyega, guys. He's like he's a huge Star Wars fan. He's just. He's just a cool guy. Well, he that's always why talks about how he used to play the video game and how this is a dream. That's why he's been picked to be the the new he's kind of front man for he's it all. He's just so humble, though. He's just like because he's getting a lot of crap just because of his race. Yeah, which I don't get. I just he's handling it really. Yeah, good. I guess. I mean, you know what? The the idiots always seem to make the news, and so I just ignore yeah, them. And when you hear about all that garbage, I'd say for the common yeah. everyday people, they're not listening to that crap. They don't care. They just want to see the movie. Yeah. So and see Daisy, they're all the new cast is actually really impressive. They're actually good people. Yeah, the old cast is kind of crotchety and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you, hear, did you hear Harrison Ford though surprise some fans? Yeah, yes, I, 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 I actually that. tweeted that video. I retweeted that's, it. Out oh, there. you did that. That's yeah. what it did. That's where I saw it. That yeah, I thought really it was cool. great. That was. It just, seems like he's really kind of coming out of his grumpy phase with it. So that's. Well, he understands the importance of it. Plus, he's done other stuff. He wasn't. He hasn't lived in Star Wars his whole life. Well, he's, I mean, he's Indiana talking Jones Indiana Jones stuff. again too. They're talking it, so uh, yeah. maybe he's feeling. Yeah, I mean, listen. I'm I'm getting old. You start to feel not too relevant to any of it, and so maybe he started to feel that way, and now being pulled back into this, and then people wanting Indiana well, Jones back. Plane crash and yeah. Yeah. Reevaluate. Well, and that's the next Maybe. thing. Maybe. Yeah. People don't consider that he probably had a lot of injuries in the plane crash. And so when this press junket first started rolling out there for all this, he, I'm sure he wasn't healed and in a great place at that point. So, yeah, yeah trying to get out and, yeah, yeah, let's do the next interview or whatever when you're still kind of busted up isn't always that fun. So, well, it's good to see him out there. Oh, yeah. I, I don't even think he promoted the old movies this well. No. At all. Yeah. yeah. I think he did. Oh, he's younger, probably more arrogant at that time. He just, though, I mean, it really struck me. Yeah, he seems to be having a lot of fun with it. And that, that, yeah. that, uh, well, it's for uh, a charitable group, is what that yeah, video is all good. about. So yeah. I don't know. I loved it. I love to see the expression on the people's faces. And what are we, what are we at now? How many days till it comes out? I honestly don't it's like know. 20 less, than, or less than 30, definitely. Yeah. Getting excited. 
like every time they show something new, it just gets more and more exciting. Oh yeah. Speaking of, I saw a new TV trailer that yeah. was, oh, had some man. additional stuff on it and I don't know if it was American or not, but it, there's a, there's a shot of the millennium Falcon doing like a 360 flying and BB eight is inside and he's floating in the middle of the 360. Oh, awesome. It's pretty cool. It's pretty oh. cool. So oh, I can't wait to see this. Yeah. It's going to be a good movie. Okay. Oh, well, wait, I didn't. Oh, okay. Good, I didn't talk no, about no, good. I didn't talk about Path of the Jedi. That was dumb. Anyways. No, what well, is Path, this? Path of the Jedi. Okay. okay, I'll just go real quick because it, honestly, people kind of pass it over because what it is is like an overview of Star Wars in kind of like 10 minutes. But it, honestly, it's really good editing. So if you love Star Wars, go see it because you just like fall in love. You get chills and seeing it on the screen there is really cool. And like at the end, they show a Force Awakens trailer and you're just like done with the season. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So, everybody, sit back, enjoy the ride, and we'll take you out with this, and we'll be back with you again soon. Thanks. See you guys. All right. Bye. Star Tours 1401, you are cleared for departure. 1401, that's us. We can't take off. The captain isn't on board. Auto takeoff sequence initiated. Uh, uh, Excuse me, you don't seem to understand. I am not the captain. I am C-3PO. 1401, click for takeoff. Contact departure on frequency 429. Wait, wait. R2-D2, I am not programmed to fly these things. Now just turn us around this instant before we get into trouble. Prepare to be boarded, Captain. I'm afraid there's been a terrible mistake. I am seeing. We know you have this rebel spy on board. I have never seen that woman before. (laughs) It's her! She's in front of us!